It's tabletop time. I am Dave, the narrator of Reboot, and you know that because you've just watched the previous four episodes of this campaign. And I'm Rob. In this campaign, I play Seb, a bespoke that's recently been rescued from six months of torture and just a terrible experience, and now he's hell-bent on revenge in some way, shape, or form that hopefully you'll find out. Yay. I'm Jazza. You may know me from such characters as Prodigy or Pro, uh, and such episodes as Reboot Season 2, Chapters 1, 2, 3, and 4. Now for the return in Chapter 5 as Pro, Prodigy. My name is Jen and I play Eve and I'm your friendly neighbourhood nurse bot who is making a petition to start a wheeler derby, which is a wheelchairs and a derby. Thank you. <laughs> really and nailing them key character points there. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is every part of the depth of uh, my character. Yeah, we're also hoping um, to get sponsorship. Uh, Burrito Bandito would be a uh, good sponsor. Yeah, you like um, that sponsor. Yeah, maybe... Um, Dahlia's Lodge. Yep. Desire's Dahlia. That's the one. The sex shop. Okay. That like kidnapped you and tried to race out. Yeah, sure. I think I want to hold up the glass slipper. So, you know what? If you enjoy watching this content, you might also enjoy listening to this content by listening to the podcast, which is available at. Spotify and Apple and stuff. Where every great podcast That's what is. I wanted to hear. I was hoping for a chorus of... Where, thanks uh, for uh, the support of... That looked like you were pulling a noose tight on your neck. It does a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Okay. Uh, hang on. It comes down... Why are you punching? Who are you punching? It's come, I'm oh, you're trying to get the patrons. It's got to knock it loose. You know what the patrons do? I think it's support us really well. broken. Oh, that would have been so yeah. good. It's actually busted. I tested it's it actually early. broken. I tested it earlier today and it worked. We love our patrons. Oh! Jen, so, what? It works. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, uh, TV. We, Thank you. We like to show you off at the start of every episode. I thought we said at the name. end of episode. At the end. We yeah, say okay. it by Oh, we, did you get a show and a bit of tell? And we Twice. tell later. Is right. it yeah. slower? Does it look, did it look slower? I don't know. I did ask. We'll look at that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Patreon scroll. Always if you being like fixed. Being copyright being trademark. <laughs> If you like being a patron, if you like talking to the crew in after parties, after our Twitch streams, in our live voice chat, in our lovely Discord community, if you like uh, patron NPCs that you get to potentially create with me, the narrator, uh, it's like the Neverine, but it's the narrator. Um, then even if you join Patreon, even if you don't actively participate in those things, which we love to do with our community. If you like our production value, which we push harder and harder as much as we can, uh, whether it be minis or new portraits, we have a new one this week from our amazing in-house artist, Alicia. Um, It's all thanks to our Patreon support. 100%. Thank you, patrons. Yay. Now we should get into the episode. Everyone's sitting there like, oh, we'd love to hear about the patron community for another 20 minutes. And they would. Yeah. But we do have to get on. We'll save that for the after party. For the after party. All right, all right. So... This week, I'm going to get Rob to recap last week's episode. Uh, Brutal. Okay, so... Pro and Cohort returned from the scene of the soup kitchen after it had been burned, uh, we believe, by uh, Joseph... Boucher. 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 We believe, we believe there was some signs there that pointed to that. And he came back to Uglies and we discussed what 
the ramifications of this were and rebuilding it and what our next steps are. So we've got some next steps in order in regards to what we're going to do. We also have a little side plot going on where Incongruent or Johnny is currently researching uh, a potential hit at a hospital that's ordering new EVE models. So for Pro to go and steal new EVE models that we might be able to upgrade EVE with. Uh, and the, the party itself took two phone calls, I believe, from a secret caller uh, who's interested in EVE. Uh, and he has also been delaying the meeting that we've had scheduled with the Clements for some time regarding our little plan with adopting, uh, probably the wrong word, but adopting a slummer to give them reboot. Uh, and so we're going to try and organise... Well, we're having that meeting, I believe, this session. It was a week a week after the phone call, mm. which is pretty much where we left it. Did I miss anything? That was pretty no, good. That was it. That was oh, good. and oh no, no, no. Maybe, maybe touch on the emotional tone, maybe even the transactional tone between you and your mother in that call, because that was interesting. Oh yes, yes. Seb also talked to his mother uh, for the first time in over six months. For the first time in over six months, it was very interesting. She's upset. She wants me to come home, and uh, she can't find out where I am because we're. Uh, Blocking the tracing of the call, and I said, "I'm not." While you're in Ugly's bar, while I'm in Ugly's bar, that is correct. I don't plan on going home to see her until Seb is slightly more healed. Um, but with any luck, by the end of the, by the middle of this episode, I'll have my eyes back. That'd be great. And uh, yeah, her, my mum is letting slip slightly that she plans to initiate her plan of action, so to speak, in regards to helping the world. Yeah. Unless you want to have more input. She did invite you to come back. She, she did. didn't have input in that. Oh. Are you ready to get down to it? Let's that was my it. sternum. That was your sternum? Yep. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Who's ready to get started? Woo-hoo! Super ready. So we pick up on the day of the meeting? The day? I, I think I'd just note that um, if we have a week... In that time, Pro would like to go and find Chesix to try and get some leads. We with. can roleplay this stuff. Yeah. Let's let's do it. So, aside from just like the the general getting his red string room going and thriving in Johnny's room, uh, I'm going to pick it. Let's say three days before the meeting, when uh, a few of the things have been moving in terms of getting uh, Seb presentable. And Ian, what's that look like and feel like? Well, I think we did, we're probably sort of discussing. As a party, like getting him, were you, were you going to get rolled in, or because we could get you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to. I'd say probably wheeled in, arms. rolling him in would be a bit disrespectful. <laughs> just just lie him down and <laughs> no. Um, so no, you want to be in a wheelchair? I'll go in as is. Like I, I don't think there's a way as for is. us. I don't think there's a way for us to cover this realistically. What if it's like literally your arms? Uh, cybernetic and you wear a jumper and you could, you could wear a jumper and gloves nah. and you could just have minimal movement but we could cover your lap with something and we'll, we'll chair you in. Nah. Because I feel like there's too much room you for You really want to just be taken in as a yeah. no arms and no legs dude. Yeah. Because like if, 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 if he, he sees robot arms he's going to immediately be like that's not right why you got robot arms. I think if he sees someone who has no limbs he might be a little more like oh that's not right. Yeah but at least I'm not lying to him. But if we're hiding robot arms under long sleeve hoodie and gloves, so said style. Um, Eve's going to take the you time to find you jackets, a suit. driving gloves. He's going to find you a suit. Yeah, yeah, find me a suit. And like, yeah, because your your eyes will be fully developed by the time we get there. Yeah, yeah, and maybe a pair of sunglasses, just because. Yeah, why not? 
I'd, I'd honestly rather go into it straight. Just open up and be like, it is what it is. Okay. And with what money are you buying the suit? And to what quality? Seb, would you, you like still me? Have money. You have money. You Apparently get paid. I don't. What's your What's your commerce level? One. Your commerce level is now three. Oh, okay, that's cool. What's your commerce level? Great. I haven't filled it in because it didn't seem relevant. Well, you are not going to have a commerce level because you you buy drugs with all your spare money. Okay, but Eve, you get paid by ugly. Hey, give me give me freaking oh. give me one. You have a commerce level one. Nah, you can have commerce level two because otherwise you can't afford food. Okay, three, did you say? Commerce huh? level or two or three, sorry. Three. Okay, so what's that? I can't remember the list. It's like mediocre. Right? It's basically you can afford basic living expenses Commoner. comfortably. Yeah. You're okay. a commoner. Yeah, then I'll find you like a suit at like Lowe's or yeah, yeah. Maya, but on sale. Make a destiny roll. Let's do okay, it. Great. Let's do it. No need to not to roll and role play. <laughs> Uh, four. four. Okay, you find a suit. Uh, it's yeah. Look, the problem is more he's missing limbs. It's hard to yeah, like yeah, yeah. get it to look. It was never. Great, yeah. but it would be fine. like big for him without like you know even if he had limbs. All right, don't take offense if we have a detour on the way there. <laughs> um, yeah. So aside from sort of prepping seven that way, I'd sort of wander out on the hunt for either the kid who pickpocketed me. Alright, so describe what you were doing in... So you said you were setting up your red string room? What, what's that entail? Uh, I'm in the corner of Johnny's room and I'm trying not to be too intrusive. Mm. So uh, where I sort of start having equipment start to spill out a little bit, um, Pro definitely is trying to be a little conscientious and pull it back in, especially because he's pretty shit scared of Johnny. But at the same thing, at the same time, when he gets momentum going on his search and he's sort of looking for leads in multiple directions, he's got multiple projects on at once. Uh, it's hard for him to contain himself. So I'm going to roll a destiny roll, an eleven. Okay, and you learnt this lesson uh, one time early on when you had you started to sprawl. Your cables were sort of plugged in, and you'd plugged an extra cable that you had, just like a replaceable sort of USB dongle cable across the thing. And um, Incongruent just walked up and looked at it and then just went and just cut the cable with a pair of scissors uh, and then just was like pushed the the loose cable back onto your little corner. And then he went and got some chalk and literally just drew (laughs) down on the walls and chalked you into the corner of the room. Yeah. Um, And didn't say anything, didn't get angry, but did also just slice through one of your cables. Yeah. Just like... And kept walking because <laughs> it was in his way. Yeah. So Pro gets the message. He tries to stick to, to that every now and then if Johnny sort of seems gone for a full day on work, it yeah. might spill over and he'll try and clamber it back in before when he hears Johnny enter all the stomps, you know, it's <laughs> like, fuck, you know, like, you know, unplug and ring things in because it, Pro's really about productivity and getting results, but it's deep and messy and cool. hard. But on a day in which he needs air, he goes out looking for the pickpocket or Chesex. Okay, well, you're going to need to make, uh, for finding people, I'm going to say it would be a your choice of method. How would you like to go about finding them? Survival? Okay, so just looking, finding, stalking, tracking. Yeah. Yep, happy for that. Uh, challenge level two. Okay. That is... Five. A, out of how many dice? Six. Okay. Almost a critical success. Uh, okay. So, on day three, did you say it was? Yep. 
you manage to find Chessex with a five. Uh, he is hanging around near the soup kitchen. When you find him, you walk up and there's an alleyway and he's leaning, he's sort of sitting on a 44 gallon drum in the corner and following the theme of chalk, uh, he actually has a, like a, there's a pile of chalk next to him. And in the alleyway, you see probably about a half dozen kids aged between like three and eight all sitting with their dirty clothes, like cross-legged on the ground in the alleyway. Uh, And on the wall, he has used chalk. And you note, like, basic basic arithmetic, like some math equations on the wall. And as soon as you walk in, he looks up at you as you come in. Pro double takes, because this seems like the sort of thing that took place in the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, hope I'm not interrupting anything. It seems more like the sort of thing you wanted to take place in the kitchen a little yeah. bit. It, it was an intent to start to add education, but finding people to do it wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, uh, when you have a minute, and Pro sort of like steps to the side, hoping he's not interrupting. He finishes pretty much the next like three sentences, and then he's like, break time, scram, all the kids run off. Yeah. Stands up, lights a cigarette. So, what can I do for you? Well, uh, I've been mulling over what you said. Still don't know who you are, really. But at the same time, I'm in a place where we need information. And you've come from a part of town that uh, that information needs to come from. I'm going to preface because I've completely forgot the voice you used from because I was high on glue fumes at the time. Uh, so forgive me if there's an inconsistency here, but literally my brain has melted all of last week out of my ears like a sluice. So, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure he was Just kind of... Just look at him and be the he voice He was sort of that, like slightly American. This was yeah, the week like, before. Was it? Mm-hmm, it yeah. melted the week before out of my brain. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, cool. So, need information. Well, that's kind of what I do. So... If you can, uh, if you couldn't tell, our one of our home bases of operations, my home, is, uh, and I sort of look at, you know, the soup kitchen, out of action. Well, looks like it's almost back in operation. And he gestures, and you can see that there's like bits of corrugated iron. It's all been fairly like a lot of repairs have taken place. A lot of stuff's been scrubbed. As I mentioned last week, I think the slums have come together and already started to fix it. And within a day or two, it'll be back up in operation. Wow. I never would have guessed that could happen. Why, do you think people are going to sit around after a disaster for 200 years and still live in corrugated iron shacks? People rebuild. No, I haven't seen a lot of it in my time. Anyway, uh, it's broken because of the person who destroyed it and we're looking for him and... We have an idea as to who he might be, but we also think he might be from the side of town you came from. Ah, North Slums. And what's in it for me? Well, you wanted an inn with Ugly. So, where's the inn? Get us information on the person we're looking for, and I can get you a meeting. Well, that would require actually going to the slum. I got reasons to not want to be there anymore, but I can maybe be your tour guide for the right price. Okay. I'll go find out what that price can be. Otherwise, 
what are you in it for? What's Chazix's thing? Oh, I like to... Uh, I'm gonna call you Chaz. Is that cool? Sure. That... I like to, I guess, help people not make the same mistakes I did when I was young and uh, make a bit of money in the process. So, being helpful and getting paid. I guess. That uh, sounds... Sounds like something we can switch you out with. All right, I'll uh, I'll get your details and see if I can send you a bit of info and see what I can line up on my end. All right, I'll be waiting. And we swap info. Cool. Or I take his because I'm paranoid. No worries. Cool. So, the days pass. You pass it on to... Yeah, I would have had a chat to Ugly just to sort of... Okay. And I, and I would have, yeah, sent him the information and tried to line up whatever deal that Ugly would be willing to participate in um, to get that happening. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. That'll mull over in the background. That'll yep. start talking and dealing. And when you're ripe to go on your mission to the Northern Slums, uh, yep. his price will be made manifest. Yep. Um, Eve would like to have a conversation with Zhang. Okay. You can do that at any time. That's, that's Go for it. Great. What time is it? When uh, you start this combo? Probably when like she's at her most relaxed, so maybe we've like played a game or something and we're just hanging out and chilling out. Cool. Yeah. Start the conversation. Okay. <laughs> she, yeah, you oh, no worries. So you've played some video games, maybe it's the evening. Uh Shanks mm-hmm. had some food. Shane, may I speak with you? She I sign, obviously. Doesn't like, even respond. Like, she gives, like, the, why are you even asking me like this? Like, still. Okay. Um, I also hope that we're alone. We're not yeah, you're in a room alone. Cool. Seb is... Oh, Seb can, Seb be enjoy, Seb can stay with Does you. Seb enjoy a spa? No, not with no limbs. No, like, a, <laughs> it's like a sauna environment. Or is that, like, horrible to you? Hmm. Yeah, you can take it. He was raised okay. in high life. You know what? Seb can be sitting. No, Seb is Seb is talking to Ugly, having a drink, mm-hmm. plan, okay. plotting and planning how he could be useful. And also, I don't know. It's up to you if you would want to spend time with Ugly. Yeah. Okay. And Tilda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'd I'd be spending any time I can trying to be useful. So if that's mm-hmm. getting information and mm-hmm. planning, then that's what I'd be doing. Cool. I have a question for you. Shoot. It is complex, and I don't want to offend you. Uh. Uh. She, like, pushes herself up on her bed a little bit and looks slightly awkward. Have you ever considered New You? There is an audible sigh from Zhang and she uh, like unstiffens up and relaxes and then she uh, signs in a flustered way like, oh God, I thought you were going to confess to me or something. <laughs> um, she says, no, it's there's no way any of us could afford it. But what if you could? What's the price? There's a, she's like, it's never going to happen. Why bother thinking about it? 
would you entertain the idea? I'm going to roll a destiny roll because she's got damage. Mm. Mm. Oh, a, that was almost a 12. A two. Wow. Um, With her silence, Eve says, um, I don't think you should change or have to change, but it is a question that I have for you. She signs back to you. Um, I've never seen running away from your life to be the answer. Understood. Is that all you have to say? Don't do you want to uh, deep, more deeply delve I, into yeah, this conversation? I, I say... Very surface level. <laughs> you could persuade her. I mean, we oftentimes forget that... Um, we actually have, like, these NPC characters that are so commonly interacting with the party. Uh, you can make rolls against them. They are NPCs. Yeah, okay. I, <laughs> I am going to try and persuade, but not to just try and get more out of her, not for her to change her opinion. Okay. that makes sense. So just I'm just going to give you a challenge level, and it's sure. going to be challenge level two because you're good friends. Okay. To get a bit more out of her, obviously not yeah. to change her life view. And you get two successes. So, yeah, she's happy to talk more. Well, do you perhaps wish that you could communicate with people differently? She shrugs and she says, I can already communicate with the people I like. If they don't... If they don't make the effort to talk to me, why should I make the effort to talk to them? Hmm. Is there someone that you would give new you to if you had the option? She says Songbird. Why Songbird? Because she never got a chance to live before she was pulled into this life. And she says, I was an adult. She says, we all, everyone's got their stories. If you live in the slums, you've seen some shit. But what ta- what gets you into this this life, and she refers to Ugly's Bar, um, is a whole nother level. Do you think it is something she would desire? She's a teenager. Probably not. Or Maybe. Hard to tell. And as a child, could she really consent to that choice? Understood. But I think it could be good. She says, I hear they can change your memories. Is that true? If you believe the ads, forget the stuff you don't want to remember. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. What about you, Eve? Me? That Noel became a human. Do you want to do that? I'm still learning a lot about myself and the world around me. 
I don't want to change anything just yet. I have a feeling it's a lot more annoying being one of us. You are very squishy. <laughs> and the way I've seen your posture when you game and you don't even stress. No, I couldn't do that. So maybe you don't want to be like this. And she like stretches her back out. Like <laughs> anything else? That's it. Or are we good to go? And she gestures to the controllers. Let's pawn some noobs. <laughs> you focus on healing. <laughs> and then that's it. Cool. All right, so uh, uh, as time passes and we approach the meeting, um, I think maybe the day before, mm. I'm going to go to Seb to try and have the frank discussion. Um, where are you at the day before the meeting, Seb? Uh, <laughs> I'd be at Uglies. Yeah, where? The main bar. Okay. And who with? You decide for me for once. Uh, I mean, well, it's the middle of the day, so I don't want to take people away from whatever they might actually be needing to do because mm-hmm. they're not, like, there for our amusement. They have roles. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'm happy to be by myself, to be honest. Okay. Yep. I come out and sit with you. Yep. You find, I will say, you find it very hard to be by yourself. I'm happy you can be by yourself yeah. now. But you've noticed in your week here that people don't leave you alone and you get a sense it's a mix of camaraderie but a mix of pity. Yeah. Uh, and you get a sense that everyone everyone who's who's at Ugly's Bar um, knows, like, the worst of it. No one here makes fun of you. No one... Most people don't really understand that as a bespoke you're regrowing your limbs. So when the patrons come through, you've got to remember this is an active bar where mercenaries come through patrons will buy you a drink like a veteran uh like they'll sort of be like this guy is here which means he's he knows people he's not just a slummer on the street uh and look at you so they basically people buy you drinks people like the regulars at ugly's bar um oftentimes will have a drink with you if you have them like they're trying to be not like trying to keep you company they're trying to yeah yeah um i come join you in a quieter moment when I, you know, I'm struggling to keep my sanity churning along in all the projects and hitting brick walls. Little uh, early in the day to be drinking, don't you think? They keep bringing them to me. I don't really have a choice. Ah, uh, well, the perks of recovery, I guess. Unless it's a nightmare for you. Wow, well, when you can't see, you tend to have the last thing you saw replay through your head quite a bit. Yeah, well, even when you can't see, but it is worse when I close my eyes. Can't imagine how you're feeling. I wanted to talk about tomorrow. Uh, you don't look all that together. <laughs> no offense. You've got away with words, pro. And of everything I remember with uh, the last meeting... Your family associates with very together-looking people. Is there anything you think we need to help you with if 
I don't know if you need a bit of polish or you need to present yourself a certain way. Is there what's my role like? How do I how do we do this well? You know, if we get this one shot, and also I think we've all been thinking about what to pitch, what to bring, but I think maybe we should all get together and decide what the plan is. There's a lot to unpack there. Let's start with you. The Clements have always been straightforward. If we enter here and try and pass something by them, I don't think it's going to fly well, especially if it falls through and they figure out what we're doing. So I think the less elaborate, the better, but I think you're right. It'll probably get me cleaned up a bit. Has my hair regrown at all? I proceed to describe in slightly uncomfortable detail mm-hmm. what Seb looks like. And his hair on top of his head has regrown uh, a decent little amount. Okay. Shaving a haircut. Decent shower or two. Probably have to hit up a tailor. I'm not sure if the the suit quality that uh, Eve picked up is going to be quite sufficient. She's still learning a lot of things. Oh, I know. Suit shopping. Is, She's trying. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, uh... Yeah, look. I'll clean me up as best we can, and then... I'll bullshit our way through it a little bit. All right, well, I'll, uh... I'll see if I can go find someone who has some clippers around here. I can wait till we get into the city. We should head in early the day of the meeting or tomorrow. Okay, yeah. No. Find a place to zhuzh you up. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I can't unsee this. There's like dirt on you, like you're all rough and dirty uh, on on the portrait of Seb there. Hmm. And uh, I can't now unsee the the black on his chest as if he's got thick black chest hair that someone has shaved through and like shaved a patch out of. I believe They're they're burns. That would, oh. Yes, that would make sense. Yep. Are there now? There is a second Seb portrait. Is that correct? Is that not? No, there is. We need to change it to the second Seb portrait uh, once you've had your cleanup. Okay. Really? That cool. early? Well, the second one. He's got his arms. Does he? Yeah. We can crop that's it. That's all right. We'll, yeah, we'll have it. to do. We'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Because it, it looks completely wrong for what you're yeah. going to. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Very true. <laughs> you're, you're not correct. going to the meeting like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, before we get to leaving, though, I start to sort of... I lean into Zhang and Eve's room and sort of hint at uh, maybe we should uh, sit down and have a chat before we hit the road, figure out exactly what we're doing to be on the same page. Understood. And I basically call a meeting and try and get cool. one together. Who do you want in that meeting? I think... sort of got to be the original Amigos. Maybe ugly as well because it might Im- involve someone from his crew being a part of this. I, I would request that ugly was there. Yeah. All right. And you've been talking to ugly this whole time as well. Yeah. So Yeah, so the, the three Amigos and ugly. Okay. So a few hours later you managed to get everyone together. Ugly finishes whatever he was doing. Maybe we're the three Amigos and maybe with ugly we're the four Banditos. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like that a lot. 
Oh, wait, no, hang on. We can't exempt Zhang and, and Johnny. The bad devos. Anyway. And Tilda and Songbird. You're the hateful eight. Zhang, Zhang and Johnny and Ugly are the, like, I think the, the yeah. six of us that are the core crew. The banditos. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, I like the sound of that. To the meeting. So have you said... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Where you're in particular going. What do you mean? Like to who you're meeting with. To who? Ugly. No, I'm going to broach cool. that in this conversation. Okay. You're all met together at the bar a bit later. You know, VIP corner. It's fairly moderate amount of noise, the kind of noise that you know you could have a conversation like you can easily talk to each other, but you know that that noise sort of dies two meters away from your table because of the bustle and the music. Yeah. Well, uh, Seb, do you want to try and lay the groundwork here while I knock shit off the table? <laughs> ah, I suppose so. Ugly. You're probably not going to like this, but we have an opportunity and I think your input could be very useful. And I'd appreciate an opinion. What is Seb seeing right now? Bandages. Okay. And spots of white. And after this conversation, we're going to sort that. Cool. Yeah. Prior to, uh, well, everything, we had a meeting in the city with, uh, well, the Clements. Ugly's eyebrow twitches. It's not easy, like, it's easy to notice for all of you. Yeah. Except me. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. But... I imagine, knowing your reaction to my parents... We should get the new ugly portrait in there. We should. Uh, yeah, we should. Anyway. Uh, knowing your reaction to my parents, I imagine that these people probably give you a similar level of discontent. Regardless, while we were meeting with them, we pitched an idea that... <laughs> The more I've thought about it, the less I like it. But there are certain advantages that I think it could bring in regards to easing some of the tension in the slums. Or make it worse. It's really 50-50. A new you lottery for the slums. And they want... A poster child. It's the dream that everyone wants. Then we 
shut the door on the slums, on all of us. Make the divide more than could ever be bridged, but this was our input and an attempt to try and pull something towards an opportunity to lift the the lowly. And theirs is coming from a perspective of marketing. At least that's what we pitched, but it keeps us connected and might buy us an opportunity. Make perception checks, everyone. Uh, except for Except for Seb. Okay. It's a visual. Or you can be challenge level uh, three at this stage. Oh, I can meet this One. if I'm lucky. Is your perception the same as mine? Oh, no, yours is better. You noticed and I didn't. You only got two. Okay. So, uh, at this stage, no one else notices, but Seb, while you're talking, your sort of keen perception, you can hear the sound of, like, a a frictiony grip tightening on something, like that that squeezing sound uh, squeezing onto something. And it sounds tense. As I said, the longer I've thought about it, the less I like it as an idea. Because although they pitch it as a dream, and look, I'm sure there's benefits to it. Whoever is chosen is a sacrifice a tool of theirs to do with what they please and mould into whatever they want. As I said, I can imagine that the slums could potentially calm down, be less fractious if this was an option. But is that a price worth paying? Everyone looks to ugly, waiting on a response. And he's looking through Seb, unblinking. And he doesn't say a word. Can I do a quick medical check on Ugly? Yes, you can. Okay. I'll give you more based on successes. Your base challenge level will be two. Cool. And if you get more, I'll give you more deets. Oh, my God. Oh. That was a bad was roll. You can re-roll that. <laughs> wow. That's a critical failure. Yeah. Wow. Critical I- failure. Uh, yep. Great. I can see you're sleepy. <laughs> so... Looking at Ugly, you are seeing the telltale signs of a human about to enter into fight response. You have a feeling this is someone who's imminently about to become homicidally violent. Uh, Perhaps uh, we should change the subject. No, this is the this is the subject, Eve. Eve like jolts her eyes to ugly and back to you. 
Pro sucked at his perception check. So <laughs> he's spacing out and he's just like, look, uh, we got to decide what we're bringing to the table here. It was a destiny roll. It was a destiny roll for ugly. You hear the sound of glass shattering and your eyes are both immediately uh, drawn to Ugly's hand and blood dripping down from it and the glass he was holding, which he's just crushed. Yeah, dude, you okay? He's still staring, eyes just straight through Seb. I run and go get the first aid kit. I feel like we're missing something here. You got a problem with New You or the the Clements? His eyes snap to you. Make a perception check with advantage. You've seen this look before. Critical success. You've seen this look before. You've never seen it in Ugly's eyes. You lock eyes, his pupils dilated, and you can see absolute unbridled existential terror. Ah. They were your characters. And he just stands up from the table and walks away. Yeah, I didn't think he'd like that. I thought it would be best we bring him in because I wanted his opinion and I stand by that. Those eyes... Wherever he's come from, whatever that connection is, it feels way too familiar. He's like you, Bespoke. There aren't many of you. He was made for a purpose. Is he connected to them? I mean... I mean, every Bespoke is connected in some way or another. I think perhaps... Maybe we should talk to Johnny instead. He might be able to help. You, um... You try and talk to Johnny. I, I, I might see if I can approach Ugly in uh, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, give him time to yeah. calm down. He'll get there. And I just sort of wander off and plan in 20 minutes to go knock on Ugly's door. Um... While it's just me and Seb in the room, I turn to Seb and say, I approach Jane. I would hazard a guess and say she didn't jump at it. You'd be correct. She did, however, mention Songbird. Well, that was why we raised her in the first first place. He was the obvious candidate. But I wasn't lying when I was talking ugly. It is a sacrifice. Do you think it's worth talking to her? Not yet. Understood. I'll go find Johnny. Are you okay? <laughs> I'll be fine. I get up and leave. Alright, so Pro, you're just waiting around for a bit. Eve, you sort of walked halfway over to the first aid before Mm-mm. Ugly got up and walked it out, just... dripping blood across the floor. Um, and then, yeah, you head to Incongruence Workshop. He had recently come in not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Door opens. Cool. I walk in. 
and you see Johnny working on something at his desk. May I speak with you? Always, Eve. It is a rather delicate situation. Oh. Are you aware of the meeting between Seb and Pro? Uh, no. You, your companions, meet all the time. It is a meeting between them and the Clements family. Go on. Seb approached Ugly with this idea, which resulted in him leaving. He immediately puts down whatever he's doing at the table and, like, stands to his full height and turns on you. Mm-hmm. And? He's visibly upset. I couldn't get a good read on him, but I thought it would be best to let you know. This seems like a difficult situation. Is he still here? As far as I'm aware. And he just, like, wore immediately with purpose strides out of the room and in the main room you see incongruent like walking fast and when incongruent walks fast he moves just goes straight down the hallway towards ugly's room shit (laughs) unless inclined to knock on the door that johnny's behind i uh tepidly follow from a distance Mm -hmm. not wanting to be directly observed are you trying to be sneaky? I don't want to appear to be trying to be sneaky. But are you trying but, to be sneaky? But I don't want to be obvious. And I Make a stealth I, check. I think I'm trying to be sneaky. <clears throat> hey, you might get it. You're going to take the extra dice out of the dice thing. All right. What's the challenge level? Two. Three. He seems distracted. And he doesn't notice you follow behind. And I maintain a distance, but I'm starting to sort of... What's the word for it? Eavesdrop? Eavesdrop. So he gets up to Ugly's door. He stops. Knocks tentatively. There's no response. He opens it. Walks in. Looking around. Destiny roll. 13. There is a gunshot. The sound of a bullet ricocheting off metal. But only one gunshot. It's alarming and fucking loud. (laughs) Like a bullet just goes off. Uh, And where are you sidling past? I'm going to say I'm sort of like down a hall and... Well, there's three doors. Uh, One leads to a bath. One leads to Zhang's room. And one leads to Ugly's room at the end of a corridor. So there's not really... You kind of could be outside. Like Johnny's moved into the door into Ugly's room now. Yeah, so I'd be sort of on the wall outside. like Okay. Yeah. And I got a 13 on the Desi roll. The door swings shut, but doesn't close, allowing you to sort of eavesdrop. Um, and you hear from inside. It's me. It's okay. Ugly, calm. And then footsteps move further away. One more destiny roll. Last one. A 15. Mm. Shh. 
and then the sound of sobbing. Do you do anything? No, bro's just sort of... Just... Yeah. Shaky. Not overt, like, bawling grief crying. Like, kind of like gasping breath, panic attack crying. Definitely, like, through teeth, like... (laughs) And that kind of thing. Yeah. And it goes on for, like, ten minutes. As I stand there with my back against the wall, head resting against it, and just sort of eyes closed and listening to it, Pro feels like he hears his own breath and, you know, the way he was back when he was trying to keep um, Riley alive. And he's, he's in this moment feeling like more connected to Ugly in terms of like, you know, I think Pro feels like they've bonded in terms of like, you know, he's been a victim and Ugly sort of helped him and mm-hmm. sort of witnessing Ugly being a victim, it makes a bit more sense. And I think he's sort of just sort of, I guess it's probably worth mentioning where Pro's at with that. Mm-hmm. I think after 10 minutes, he'll just sort of tiptoe away mm-hmm. and come back to the group. I, um, I think we're going to have to try and make a decision and hope Ugly is going to be okay with it. But we need to try and decide what's best because this is going to affect a lot of people. And I don't think Ugly is going to be in a place to uh, actively participate or have much input. Agreed. But it sounds like this, there's something here he's hurt by that maybe we should be aware of or wary of. And I don't think it'll be easy to find out what that is. We don't know enough about him to make an informed decision, and I hate to say this, but I don't think I'm going to make a decision until I get to talk to him. Because (laughs) it's his people. Well, I think that decision might be clearer if we spoke to the person we were considering and if they were actually interested if they cared and if they actually wanted it it's a whole whole different thing to us suggesting someone be sent like a lamb to a slaughter regardless of whether or not they're consenting we're sending a lamb to the slaughter what if it was a decoy go on well does the person have to be human I mean, that was the original pitch. They've already done a non-human. Are you thinking of one of Johnny's backups? Yes. Oh, by the way, Seb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to recant that? No, I I think given the weight of the situation and we're alone, I sort of really quietly, I say, um... Johnny's not a booster. We've seen a few things you haven't in the last... Well, I've seen a few things you haven't. I think you you knew earlier. Really got away with words, bro. How do you mean... What? I don't think I do at all. (laughs) 
Who are you talking to? Oh, because... Oh, sorry. Because uh, of the... Uh, yeah, sorry. Eve pulls out the pair of designer sunglasses that she bought for you and puts them over your eyes. At least you look good. Anyway, uh, he's, he's like Eve, but experienced. I think he's been guiding her. Is that right? Helping you understand this newfound world you're understanding? Correct. The thought is perhaps we can have a decoy that he can control remotely. Give him new you. He disconnects. Do you trust Johnny to be a good actor? <laughs> I mean, he plays a booster well and someone who can kick anyone's ass, but yeah. uh, someone deserving of new you to be at the forefront of a marketing campaign. A uh, whole different thing. So... The thing is, it doesn't matter who we pick. Whatever we send them is not going to be the same person on the other side. They're going to change it to whatever works best for marketing. They're going to change not just the physical. They're going to change the mental. They're going to change the personality. They're going to change the memories of this person. If we send Songbird... We're not getting Songbird. Yeah. If we send Johnny, <laughs> we're not getting Johnny. I wouldn't suggest sending Johnny. No, it, it, it's... But what I'm suggesting is perhaps something that is like Johnny. Maybe a sentient AI. Oh, well, yeah, because they're so easy to find. It doesn't have to be true, though. It's very hard to tell sometimes. If drones are sentient or not. As in we pitch that? Like we, we tell them we found a sentient AI and we're transforming it? That's a whole thing. That's against the law. It's also moving further away from their original plan. The marketing was pitched to the general, the slums. They want a victim. They want a, they want a story. Okay. And as I said, they finished Noel as a test. Then perhaps we find someone that is in such need of New Year. Not here, fucking Noel. And Tilda walks over from the bar. Just she was nearby, right in the middle of your conversation. Doesn't realize you're having a private, private conversation. Just pushes in, pulls up a chair. Weren't that that fucking robot that got turned into a person? That's right. What do you know about that? That oh, was all over the news, wasn't it? Where'd they end up anyway? Oh, fucking Oregon. Tropical island somewhere. <laughs> if you what, what would you do if you had new you? Oh, fucking hell. Lived a good life as a Sheila. I don't know. Might try having a bit of what Ugly's got. <laughs> what is that? Big fucking muscles. Good haircut. Yeah. It'll be all right. What do you reckon, Tilda? It'd be Matt. Cool. What about you lot? I don't want to do you. Not interested. Fucking, you could come back. 
KFC chicken nugget instead of a Macca's one, mate. Uh, I'd like to think I aspire to greater things in life. There's no greater aspiration, my friend. <laughs> Everyone loves a nugget. And then she punches you in the shoulder. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? We need to choose. Perhaps. What are we choosing? <laughs> uh, another keg. I think it's in the basement. Do you want to go sort us out? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Uh, I'm not very persuasive. Challenge level. Oh, it's against her perception, isn't it? Shit. She's not amazingly perceptive. I'm not amazingly persuasive. One, one is what one. you're chasing. Roll off again. Oh. This is a three. three. Oh. <laughs> We're like just in a battle of wits right now. Three, two. Can you role play this? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it. Forth, like, so go on. Yeah, like you know, just just top us up. Uh, we, you know, we'll the fuck wait. do I look like a fucking bartender? That's right. We'll we'll wait. No, well, no. But I mean, I mean, you I, do it, scrawny arms, and do you some good. I'm looking after Seb, and Eve is looking after me. <laughs> Right, well, uh, I'm looking after Tilda, and she leans back and takes another drag of a cigarette. <sighs> Perfect. Tilda. Perhaps, yeah, love? Perhaps you can help us. Oh, yeah? We're in a bit of a moral dilemma. Oh, love a good quandary. Reminds me of my stories. <sighs> we are wanting to give New Year to someone. Ah. But it means them losing a lot. You got a lot of money, do you, love? Mm, consider it a hypothetical. All right, all right. So who are you going to give it to? That is the question. Mm. While they're having their chat, I just sort of skulk away and I go to look for Songbird. <laughs> okay. okay. Make a destiny roll. Okay. This is how you die. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 50-50. So with a 50-50, I'll let you make a challenge level... Two survival roll. Okay. Two. Okay. You successfully will find her in a little bit. Yep. She won't be, she'll be on watch upstairs. So it'll take you like five minutes to get up there and go say hi. In a hypothetical. Yeah. Consider perhaps if New Year was like a popular drink brand. Oh, yeah. And you needed a mascot for your popular drink brand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm. Yeah. But if you gave this person new you, they would become that mascot. Good paying gig, is it? Well. Fucking celebrities get paid a lot of money. Perhaps. But the chance at new you is really the payment. Oh, I don't know. How long's the contract? Gotta be careful on these. These fucking agents pin you to the wall, I hear. It would be indefinitely. Oh, but they live forever. That's shit. So then, who do we ask? Well, someone who ain't got nothing to live for then, I guess. Who wants to be a celebrity? That was my thought precisely. Yeah. I reckon, though, if you really, like, you're trying to be nice with it, just find someone to say yes. (sighs) Hmm. What do you think, Seb? 
I think it's going to be easy to find someone that says yes, even if we try and explain. It's not butterflies and rainbows on the other side. For them. Half the blokes I know. You just promise promise them one inch bigger cock. They'll go for it like that. I won't even ask for the details. Easy piss. You're probably right. I'm one for informed consent, though. Mm. All right. I see, I see. Perhaps, Tilda, if you're willing, we should go do some scouting and bring back some candidates. <laughs> Have an interview process. I thought this was a hypothetical. It is. This is a weird fucking game, drone. You settle, settle in a bet. Mm. All right. Well, how about this? And she, like, pushes herself around onto the couch corner with you all <laughs> and she puts her feet up on the table and she says, you can parade him in front of me and I'll be like a judge in one of them shows. Like Australian Idol or Australia's Got Talent? Yeah. He's been doing a lot of reading. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'll fucking help you judge. What do you think, Seb? Feel free to do that. I am. This going is to what we've come to. <laughs> Great. Because I feel like Ugly's going to want to talk to me, or shoot me, or both. Understood. I will go investigate. Can you set me up a drink for me and him? Of course. Thank you. Oh, and upstairs, you find Songbird. What's she doing? Sitting on the fence. Hey, well, keeping watch. What you up to? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I've been uh, keeping to myself in my room, you know. It's all right. I get a little carried away. I'm doing my job. Watching out, you know. Much happening? More patrons than usual. It's picked up since the bombers. Yeah. Yeah, it's been busy. Look, uh... This is a weird question, but uh, we seem to be asking everyone, and I'm just curious, because... I'm I'm just wondering. What would you do if you had knew you? Destiny roll 12. Ah... She self-consciously looks at her limbs. Ah. Just go back? Just back? You wouldn't, uh... You wouldn't want to do anything crazy or cool or majestic or glamorous? I... Hope I could do all those things. Just gone back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Don't we all? 
What if you could? But what if it had strings attached? Everything's got strings attached. What if I said to you that we have the ability to give new you to someone and we're struggling to find the right person because we're afraid of what those strings mean because we care about the people we know here but these are the only people we trust enough to put forward hypothetically what would it mean? well don't know exactly but oh I'll cut the bullshit there is no hypothetical this is for real make a persuasion check <clears throat> challenge level 2 just to convince you you're not lying basically yep one one success <laughs> yeah right alright go on well sorry what was the question Oh, yeah. Your question. What was the original? Where, what, what were we talking? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I lost the role. Lost my train of thought. Your question was uh, but, 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 but. that you you said. I said it's for What real. would you do if it was for real? Yeah. But then you were gonna. Uh, yeah, you were saying cut the crap. It's for real. Yeah. But then you hadn't asked the question yet. Look, uh, Seb actually comes from pretty high places. I think you might have gathered that about him. And those high places happen to want to know our opinion as to who they could use as a guinea pig to put on a poster as the image of New You to try and win over the hearts of... And I sort of wave my arm out at the glorious slums. All right. The people. I'm going to make a death zero. Before I do, you're going to make... So she's a lookout, no attributes, base three, three. Challenge level three, persuasion check. Okay. Good luck. Boom. Yeah. If you succeed, I'm going to destiny roll. If you succeed, this is high means she will take the deal. Like she wants to get new. If you succeed on that check, you can make me re-roll it. No matter what I get. If you don't, well, I'm still going to roll it. We'll see what we get. I'm going to take what you roll. Okay. But I'm also going to pitch that in episode four, we should all have a fresh destiny point. Uh, have I not given you one this whole no. session? Oh, you should all have a destiny point. Yay! You don't have a destiny point. No, thank you. You, you haven't used a destiny point. That's fine. Anyway. Yeah, you definitely can get one back. Um... No, I'm not going to use one. Well, I can roll it and yeah. I'll let you retro... Because you got two successes, didn't you? How many successes? Yeah. yeah. So if you want, after I roll this, you can spend it and call it a success. Okay, go. I rolled a 16. I'll keep it. Okay. She looks down and says, I mean, haha. If it was real, um, who wouldn't go for it? And she, like, points down at her limbs. She says, what do you call this if it's not strings attached? Yeah. Fusion's a bitch. You think I want to... Don't get me wrong. Everyone here has been nice to me and 
they're my friends, but I, she kind of quietens a little bit. You have to be an idiot not to want to get out of the slums. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Look, you're a big girl. You can make your own mind up, but I want you to know what the choice is. And I want you to know this is for real. And my voice is serious and I'm like leaning in and I'm, I'm like lowering myself. Look. I really don't want you to be screwed over, but how old are you again? 13. Yeah. I think. You're 13. And you have a lot of pieces missing from you. Visible and not. She kicks one uh, longer leg into the shorter leg, and she's like, yeah. You're getting by. You're not thriving. New you would fix that easy. It would remove all those problems, but it would introduce a whole different one that comes with a whole different set of baggage, and that is being property, being used and I've spent my life being that and it's not nice but neither is what you are right now in terms of how you're surviving it's not something any 13 year old should cope with you're young to have to think about something this serious but you're mature and deserving enough to at least have the choice what did you mean about being a poster girl? You might want to come in and sit on our meeting if you're interested. Who's going to watch? No, no. Like, we're talk. We're just discussing the plan with New You. It's we're about to meet with a bunch of corpse. Who's going to watch? She points the straight left and right, looking at you like you're stupid. Well, uh, I'll, I'll ask Tilda if she can swap out for you. <laughs> I don't think that'll go well. She's not working right now. Who do you usually get to fit in if you have to? Mm-hmm. No one? I just do my job. You know what? I'll watch. You head in. Tell Seb and Eve I sent you, and I'm taking your shift. You... If this is a joke, pro... Go. You can trust me, I'm not going to leave your shift. She hops down. You notice the length in her limbs is more noticeably annoying right now. Uh, she's due to get a new one soon. She grabs the gun off the side that she's had since the incident with Emil, and she hobbles, sort of slightly limp walking into the inside. Pro shudders a little, can't help shake the feeling like he's either offering her the opportunity to change her life for the better or sending her down a path that she will regret for the rest of her life. And 
shortly after, you see Songbird come into the bar. Um, so while Songbird, like while they've had that conversation, I'd like to think that Eve has just picked someone off of the street <laughs> and brought them in. Destiny roll. Me or you? Oh, you. no. 11. Eleven. Okay. You've picked someone off the street. And they're just in, a random. in for their interview. Okay. Ah, mm. uh, hi. Songbird's coming down the stairs. What's this? Something about new you? Mm. Can you tell us a little, a little bit about yourself? Y- um, yeah. I am programmed to say this. What? Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, uh, what, like my job? Hmm. Past medical records. What? <laughs> I kind of um, nudged Tilda. I've been stabbed before, but I lived. Uh, Eve has a clipboard, so I was making lots of notes. What? Uh, <laughs> I I get paid a little bit this to is- deliver Chinese food from the restaurant next door. I was just about to go on a delivery before you dragged me in here. Do you have any cybernetics? No. This is such a legitimate meeting for, for Songbird to walk into. Tilda, Eve, Seb in his state, and a random dude off the street. Oh, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> uh, I feel like they're sitting next to me and I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't like this one. Fucking no X Factor. None at all. <laughs> all right. Piss off, mate. No new you for you. <laughs> Come get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and oh looks to God. Eve for a moment of like confirming that. Don't call us. We'll call you. Right, I've got it. And he looks at like the, the, the like bag of Chinese takeout on the thing. And he's like, right. And he grabs the bag and like goes upstairs. The kind of guy who's so goddamn agreeable. He only went with you because you asked and it was too socially awkward to say no. <laughs> and then he heads awesome. out and Songbird comes in. And says, uh, Pro told me to come and meet with you. Hey, Tilda. Hey, kid. Fuck. Songbird, have a seat. She sits. What did he tell you? Uh, he was joking about giving me new you. I told him not to talk to you. Well, he did. So, is he fucking around? Should I get one of the boys to piss in his cot? (laughs) I mean, appreciate if you did that anyway. That would be hilarious. (laughs) You guys! Look, he's telling the truth, but... What? To be honest. Make a persuasion roll. It's just, it's not about you trying to convince her to do it. It's you just convincing her that it's a real thing. What's the challenge level? Uh, What did I say? Three three. last time, yeah. Okay. I think I can meet this. We'll see. It might be difficult. My persuasion roll's all right, I guess. Oh. You can do it. Oh, wait. I definitely don't argue theses (laughs) for a living. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. I met that. Seven. She looks at you and she (laughs) says, for me? For me? Look. I don't want it to be you. Why? I 
don't want it to be anyone that I know, frankly. Why? Did he tell you why? I don't care. <laughs> to be a poster boy, and... kind of know what that's like but if we give new you to someone in the slums that pacifies the people gives them something to hope for and dream for because it's it's the dream you can start over do whatever you want be whoever you want no we can't that's just a fairy tale <laughs> well and for people in the city yeah, exactly. Hence this new you lottery for the slums. That's great. Ah, on paper. But honestly, the only thing that's waiting for anyone in the slums that gets new you is oblivion. I don't believe you. Why? Because. Alright. They gonna kill me? No. No, no. Worse than that. They get to remake you. Now, you knew you was pitched that you can remake yourself into whatever you want. And I'm sure that you and many other people around here want that. You can fix yourself, make yourself taller, smarter, stronger, more beautiful. Whatever you want. But that part is for those with money and influence. Whoever they pick is a tool. And they will design that tool to accomplish their own ends. They will remove every part of you that makes you, you. From the moment it happens, you, Songbird, cease to exist. It's likely they'll give you a new name. They'll remove all of the memories of your life as it is from your head and implant new things in there for you to tell that aren't true, that sell their product. You won't remember anyone here. You won't even remember how you got there because they'll change that as well. How do you know? <laughs> Could you tell me the last five kind of slum lords, gang lords, ordered by power in the slums right now? I'm assuming that's pretty safe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In this region. Yeah, yeah, in this region. She does. Yeah. And you know their territory? Roughly. Yeah. yeah. And you know what each of these gangs are good at? What they boast? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I know that and more about the people that live in the city grown up with them. My entire life experience until I came to the slums was them. I know how they think. 
I know what they'll do. And it's not good. Yeah, they'll sell it as the dream. All right. And you get to make a persuasion roll with disadvantage, challenge level three. I thought that was pretty good. Your role play's great. It makes... It's not your role play that's caused disadvantage. It's the person you're dealing with. What's my challenge level? Three. Six. Six. Six fives and sixes. Nice roll. (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Songbird, understand that we want to be as transparent as possible. Why'd you even bother asking me here? We didn't. Just want to let you know you had... You had a candidate done, and Seb has just undone it. Yep. Unless you're going to try and counter it, but she's like, if they're going to kill me, I don't want to do it. But she does still want to know, how do you know they're going to do that to me? Songbird, they can't do anything without your consent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they can. I won't let them. Tilda. Destiny roll. Two. Leans back on a two. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking shit deal. <laughs> but um, I do have one question for you, Seb. Shoot. Well, if they want to post a boy, post a girl for the slums to make everyone happy, well, they can't really completely fucking erase them. Because, uh... Ain't going to be very convincing if people who know them don't know them, you know? So, uh, maybe it wouldn't be all gone? Yeah, maybe. Are you willing to take that chance? Me? Anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking my life's good as anything. Why would I take that chance? Yeah. I think it's safe to say I've spent the last six months through literal hell. And don't you want to forget it? Says Songbird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I really do. But... It's part of me now. When's the reading again? Tomorrow. I turn to Songbird and say, perhaps you need some time to reflect... says I should do it. You say I shouldn't. Oh, I didn't say. She, she says that you. Oh, okay. And, and what do you want? The fairy tale, without the part where they kill me. That's how they get. Well, if you're doing this, Seb, can't you make it happen? You. It's not me doing it. I'm going to say you're very smart. At that comment, it would cross your mind that you could negotiate for sort of things and you wouldn't automatically get them, but you know that you you could probably be like, these are the conditions. They may just say no, uh, but you know that in your position as this advisor and in this relationship, you would have some level of ability to at least negotiate on the person's behalf for what, and get an inside knowledge 
of what is actually going to happen. But your basal assumptions are mostly accurate, um, but you could potentially, with some convincing, sway them. We are in a position of power, technically. I know. Look. Songbird. I hope in the time that you've known me, you know that I've wanted the best for you. And if you want this, well, we could make it happen. Could, not will. But Our scars make us who we are. The pain, it helps us grow. Yeah, it's not always fair. She says, it's easier to say when you don't keep the scars. I understand that. But I know I'd take the torture again than going through New You. There's something else we need to discuss as well. That potentially we'd be losing Songbird and Ugly... Well... I told you I'm not going to make a move until I get to talk to him. Ugly can... It's not his decision. Of course. You are correct, but it is a repercussion that we should be aware of. Like I said, I feel as if you should reflect on this decision and come to a decision when you are ready. All right. She gets up, walks off, goes upstairs. Shortly after Pro, Songbird comes up. She looks absent-minded. Hey, so, uh, still think it's bullshit? No. But Seb doesn't think I should do it. He says they're going to make me forget who I am, change me. And she glances up to a billboard, an old billboard, sort of a poster of some people having fun in the summer. Says, but I want to know what it's like to live on the billboard. I gotta be honest, and I don't want to influence you or anything, but um, I've many times wished I could start again, even if there wasn't much of me left, if any. It'd still be me, even if I forgot stuff. I can't promise you anything. But it is a real possibility. And it isn't for everyone else out there. Something to think about. And I don't want you to uh, make any rash conclusions. Because the reality is the shittiest part of my life is being owned. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I've been owned and passed on from one to the other for what I can offer them. And it hurts. It doesn't stop hurting. He says, I'd just be trading one owner for another. I'll uh, see you at the end of your shift. walk away I think um, might be best to let some time pass and figure out a way for to get uh, sure so Seb's got to talk to Ugly I'm just going to literally wait in the bar wherever I was seated with the drink that I had Eve get us Mm -hmm. one for me one for him that's it like an hour and a half passes and then Ugly enters enters Punches the shoulder of a guy, you know. Hey, Gary, fucking hey. He tra- calls over to the bar, give me a drink. 100% the showman on. And he just goes to the bar and starts talking to someone. He's not going back to the group without prompt. I would have left potentially because I imagine it would have been a while, right? It's been an hour and a half. Yeah, I would have gone and hung out with Jean or something. I okay. wouldn't be in the room. Tilda's gone back to the bar. Pro, it's up to you. I eventually approach um, Seb. Wait, wasn't Seb going to meet with... Uh, He's uh, on a chair. He's not able to move himself. Okay. So I, I got... Ugly is avoiding the corner where he's going and carousing and drinking and being... Yeah. yeah. There are two drinks at Seb's table. Yep. And I go up to Ugly when I can find a moment. <clears throat> hey, uh... Look, I hate to be a bother, but Seb just wants to uh, finish a conversation. Everyone else is just sort of, you know, busy with other things now. So if you had a minute, I think you'd appreciate it. There's a drink there waiting for you on his request. That's your old 14. He jumps over the bar. Rattles behind the bar for a minute. Grabs something. Walks over towards Seb. Do you follow or do you leave them? I leave them. Okay. You watch as he cooks something up. On the he sits you hear him ugly sit at your table, something slaps down on the table. You hear that pull, a slap and a pull of a flexible rubber tube pulling tight and dropping. Something else, some clanking noises. A lighter. Something else. A few seconds pass, a minute. Then a sigh. Are you watching? I will be aware of what's happening. Cool. You just watch ugly. Um, Immediately shoot up. In front of you, which is something you never see him do. Mm. Um, And you know he just smashed a huge amount of something into his veins. And then he just puts it all back. (sighs) All right. What do you want? Wow. From where I left off, I'll be honest. I invited you because I wanted your opinion. 
We don't have to talk here if you want. No. What is it? Opinion on what? The New Year Lottery. And? What about it? Ugly. These are your people. I know that. I'm the stranger here. (laughs) You and Johnny and everyone has made that abundantly clear. But I owe you. You've done... You've saved me. Without you, I wouldn't be here. Regardless of any animosity we had, we were both out to give the people here a better chance. And I know... that this lottery, although it could help the slums, pacify them, is a terrible thing. Yeah. So, you already know that. Yeah. So what do you want me for? What's the long play? For? Why make the deal? You want the truth? Yep. All right. Don't shoot me until after I finish talking. Mine be a bit off right now. He says, slouching and sinking into the couch. <sighs> All right. Truth be told, life at Ambon Farmer is not going swimmingly from a financial point of view. The Clements, who we've worked with before, were pulling away their business. And this uh, was an opportunity to hitch our wagon back to theirs, so to speak. So it's all for mum and pop. Look, you know at some point my parents are going to leave assuming they don't get reboot which I don't think they want that's going to leave me in charge of Ammon <laughs> whether I want that or not there's a lot of resources that come with that resources that I would want to do good with so yeah money does come into it deal with the devil then hey I don't know your past, but you're like me in one way or another. You've got to understand what it's like up there. Literally up there. Regardless, that's how it began. So I said, don't shoot me until I'm finished. I came down here to help people and to learn, and I've like to think I've done some of that still a bit stubborn but you know it is what it is I've met people learned a little bit about what everyone down here is going through and what they deal with on a day to day I saw a 
mother torn apart for some food. I've seen people dying of starvation. I've seen people shot and burned and terrible things. It's <laughs> it's interesting because it's the same in the city. It's just a different type of terrible. So, after my little holiday, I was thinking about it and the more I thought about it, the worse it was. I could have some impact on what reboot would entail for this person, but who knows how far that will stretch. And my worry is that if we pick someone as their poster child, we lose that person in more than just them leaving the slums. You know what Reboot's capable of, I'm sure. So what's the price? The price is who we choose. And what's the pay? What's the reward? I told you before, everyone's got a price. Well, as I said, with any luck, it calms down in the slums a bit. All that shit rags is going on about, about inequality, get settled, less riots, more stable area. Overall, life would be better in the slums, mm. ideally. It'd be more placid. It'd be better for the people in the city. Yeah. That's true. But you also know what the city city is capable of. What do you think will happen if they take a more aggressive approach with the slums? It's going to happen sooner or later. Do you want that? Can I stop that? No. no neither of us can stop it, but with any luck we can influence it. How do you influence it? Reboot lottery. Then you already know if the price is worth paying, mate. told you, man. I owe you a debt that I can't repay. So. I won't be the one that takes the moral burden off your shoulders by making the choice. I'm not looking for you to make a choice. I just want to know your opinion. Give someone new you, make their life better. If they're still them, it's a win. If they're not, that's a problem. But if you stop to consider that they could be uh, influential, powerful, if they keep themselves. Because <laughs> there's one real fucking good way to make this plan backfire real bad. And that's if their poster child, the person they put up in lights, make the symbol of the slums, decides to, s <laughs> to spread a different message to that what they're told to. That could be pretty powerful too. You're right, it would be. 
Oh, genetically engineered people like myself and yourself and this person. Obedience can be a genetic trait. Yeah. Well then, you're brokering the deal. Sounds like that's on you. Alright. Convince them that that won't get them what they want. Convince them it needs to be authentic. And then... And then... Tell you what. Then you can have my blessing. When you give me the tool... It's going to let me burn them to the fucking ground. Okay. Thank you. I've got a lot to think about, but... When's the meeting? Ah, oh, about 16 hours. All right. He sinks down in the chair a little bit. Give me an hour or two. And wake me up. Because... This shit's starting to hit. Stress, man. I'll get you up in an hour and a half. Alright. And he just sort of disassociates for the next hour. Yeah. <clears throat> and if nothing else happens, you wake him after an hour and, and a half. half. Yeah. 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 And he comes to his body rapidly processing the um, toxins that he put into them. He says, yeah. Seb. Seb. I had a dream about you. Please don't finish that sentence. You've got a big date tomorrow, don't you? I do. Come on, bro. He stands up, swaggers over to you, picks you up. There's a slight sway in his step that makes you mildly uncomfortable. (sighs) And you can tell he's still under the influence. Yeah. He starts waddling towards his room. Were you the first or was I? What is my recollection of that? You're not sure, but you think he might have been the first. But you probably were made around the same time. Very similar in age. I don't know. I was one of the first... I think I was the first. Makes you my little brother. That explains a lot about your mentality. Yeah. The first of... The first of humanity's fuck-ups. And as he's talking, he takes you down the corridor... 
He takes you into his room, but you can vaguely guess that that's what's happening. He sits you down somewhere. You're not entirely sure. There's a bit of dragging of furniture. Mm-hmm. And you feel, you hear a sink being filled. And then a washcloth pressed against your face. Hot. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. And a spray. Foam. Sound of a razor. And then a cutthroat shave given to you by a man clearly under the influence of heroin. (laughs) (laughs) But still capable. He doesn't slip. Not once. He's probably more gentle than Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he shaves you. Kind of reminiscent of like a dad giving their kid the first shave ever, like teaching him how to shave. Um, cleans you up. And then in front of the mirror, for the first time, he undoes your bandages around your eyes. All right. And then for the first time, we meet a more cleaned up Seb. And he looks into his own eyes. Ooh. Oh, what a handsome boy. Look at that smolder. Still as handsome as ever. And working eyes now, so what does Seb see? He sees Ugly's bathroom. He sees Ugly standing behind him, razor in his hand, cleaning up after finishing a shave of you. I blink and squint and get used to my functioning eyes again. I don't know, mate. Trauma looks good on you. (laughs) You're the first face I've seen in... Oh, God, almost half a year. Well, if you're going to look at something for the first time, may as well pick something pretty. Just happy it's something familiar. Yeah. Well, can't say... You would have enjoyed what happened to you, so let's hope this is a step away from it. Thank you. You look all right. Yeah. As long as you keep your eyes above my collarbone. <laughs> mm. So. You going to do it? I have an idea. It'd probably take a bit of good convincing, but at least then we wouldn't be putting good, mostly good people, up for sacrifice. Who's it going to be? <laughs> we can implant and change and remove memories yeah it might not be as authentic but what about the incarcerated death row do I know this person no probably not maybe you know a lot of weird people 
You want to put someone on the inside? Well, I mean, we didn't even have to know them. Mm. It's just a shift of attention between... We'd need to trust them if it's a gambit. Oh, everything's a gambit, but... This is just misdirection. If we want a plant, we can find a plant. But if we don't want to subject someone to that... Faceless, death row, criminal. Mm. They can make their own story. Do what they want. How's that a win for the Thanks slums? Thanks for discussing with this good this with the group. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Rob. Well, pee in your bed. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. This has got to be a story of hope, right? That's what you're telling me. I don't see how that'd give the people in the slums hope. Well, they don't have to know he's a criminal. Mm. I don't like it. Too much unpredictability. Yeah, it's fair. They could go rogue or set the whole program, throw you into disrepute, you lose your influence. If you're going to dance with the devil... You care about my influence. If we're going to dance with the devil, you may as well bend over and fuck them. Don't let someone else do it for you. Please don't ever dance with me. (laughs) Does it count as bending you over if you ain't got any legs? Still have a hip. Come on. Always rebuffing my affections. Rob intensely suppresses a knee-jerk comment (laughs) uh, and continues. All right, well, I hate to say it, but the initial thought was Songbird. She sells a good story. They seemed interested with a general pitch of it, but Blue Slips had a chat with her and let her know. Then I had a very frank discussion with her about what that could mean. Might have frightened her a little bit. If you can't make it so she's still her, that ain't right. I agree. So make it happen. I can do my best. Your best will have to be good enough. Come on, Seb. Our best is the best there is. And now, for those incredibly rude comments about my wholesome intentions towards you, my wayward little brother. You don't get the bridle, carry. <laughs> and he picks you up <laughs> under his arm like he's fucking <laughs> carrying like a, like a sleeping bag. <laughs> Let's go show you off. All right, then. It's, it's resignation. Like, I don't have an option. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Ugly takes you back to the table. Do is we Eve back? Yeah. Oh, in the what bar. What time is it? It's like 10, 10 at night. And has Songbird finished her shift? No, she, she's working night tonight. That's why she was there. Okay. I'll be in the bar. Cool. Yeah. Eve's back. Mm-hmm. Seb, you look like Seb. One moment. I must go do something. Eve leaves and goes gets Shang. Okay. <laughs> do uh, something. Destiny roll is Shang there. Her excuses are getting more thinly veiled. I go get her. Shang's not there. I go get her. All right, she will rock up in 10 minutes. She's Great. like desperate, urgent. 
I'm coming. Great. Eve comes back and sits down. Cool. <laughs> Your magic feather. Okay. I well, okay. I have a few things I want to do, but I'm also aware of the time. Um, I want to inspect your face. Okay. Pro's face. Perception check. What are you looking for? Uh, well, I mean, I haven't seen him in months, so I just want to... Uh, give us a perception check. Reroll. Three. Uh, you're fairly keenly aware but you don't get uh, anything superhuman with a three. Okay. He looks pale, more drawn out than he did when you knew him, but in a different way. He looks like he's been eating better, uh, more regularly, almost forced by people. Like at the soup kitchen, they just push a bowl in front of you and you can't eat it. But he has a different kind of weatherness. He still looks gaunt and strung out. It's just like, instead of looking starved, it looks more like tweaked. His eye, currently, his pupils are dilated and he looks kind of like a little bit more bouncy and agitated than you're used to him seeing, but also a little bit older, wiser, and like he's seen some shit. But my face would be quite soft making eye contact with Seb. Well, your expression is, of course, up to you. Yeah. (laughs) My face is harder. I'm definitely... And hotter, according to everyone in Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, it's evident that I'm examining you because I haven't seen you in six months and you've changed. And if, I'm, if I've noticed the fact that your eyes are dilated, like, I'm going to be relatively stern looking at you and not give you, like, much. I, like, slowly nod and, like, just slowly, like... Yeah. Raise my hood and, like... Seb, it is good to see you. I see the Band-Aid on your head. I'm sorry that you got that rescuing me it was my own fault yeah regardless I'm sorry and thank you it's good to see you both of you Uh, probably looks a little self-conscious like he doesn't mean it but cool now we have a a matter to discuss and finalise yeah Ugly. Hello, pro. Hey. I'm in on the discussion now. Okay, cool. If we're going to give it a crack, Ugly, I think it's best we induct them. All right. Well, someone want to go fetch her? She's on watch. We got to fill. I... In the interest of time, I don't think we need to, like, yeah. restate everything we've restated. Yeah, I think yeah, that can happen off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably edit this note. Nah, All right. So she's back, and we can just jump straight into it. Yeah. Yeah, like, she's come join the group. But you can explain to her the yeah. whole thing yeah. off camera, basically. Like, we, like the viewers like, have already like, heard both sides of the argument. And everyone's so. got their input. Like, because Ugly's also got the input of, like, the influence it could have. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. Seb's being protective. Pro's kind of advocating the whole, like, no, no, he's not advocating one direction, but there is an, a, an appeal to the so, choice. Songbird sitting down. You all kind of get everyone up to speed. I'm going to catch Songbird up on the potential of being a plant mm-hmm. for, to create herself as a symbol for the slums. Ugly says, in response to that, she's like happy to be up in lights. And then she says, but 
what about them making me go away? And ugly, before you can respond, grabs her hand and says, don't worry, love. Sebastian's going to make sure that doesn't happen. And that's a promise. Isn't that right, Sebastian? I lock eyes with, with Songbird. I will die before I let them do anything to you that you're not okay with. We know the stakes then. Time to go live the fairy tale, Songbird. Be free. Get your wings back. She looks down and you see a little smile creep across her face as she realises hope that doesn't exist. She gets new you. If you can make it work. The next episode, we're going to be diving into the shark tank. Yeah! Yeah, Prove that your investment will get past the sharks. (laughs) Isaac Clement. Which we have a great portrait, which we can at least show earlier in the next episode. Yeah, that was our thumbnail. Which It was. Songbird is our thumbnail. I can already picture it. You've already seen it. If you're watching this chapter, hope you liked it because you clicked, so you must have. But... (laughs) Thank you for watching this chat. That was fun. I love how it did start off with like, uh, let's go to that meeting. Oh, actually, one thing here. Oh, no, one thing there. And now it's just like, okay, now let's go to that meeting after two hours. <laughs> Reboot is conversation role play where we converse, have a lot of deep conversations with each other. That's yes. It's good. I feel like I didn't stop talking the whole episode. Well, that's good. You didn't get to talk we for the first didn't. three. TB, TB, thank you. Tickle Duck, TB. Erasable. This will... This, this will Willis, Professor, Professor X. X. Hell, yell her truth. AJ Macy, Distinct Dev. I'm so sorry. I feel like there was one in the middle that there didn't was. get said. Erasable. Erasable. We'll have to this go again. We're going to have to go again. <laughs> this is like the oh, This most... speedy thing yeah. is too fast. Oh, I did I see a new... Did I see a new one? Hmm? Sorry, a new one there. Distinct Dev. Distinct Dev. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Um, Welcome. While we're... While we're... Whoa. Waiting, I was really wanted to emphasize this. And it's good to see TB back. Yes. With no more ellipses. We got time blank. Love it. <laughs> um, does Jane go into the room and if she does, what does she do? <laughs> All right. Can you just... Two TB, Tickle Duck, Erasable, these be well as Professor X, AJ Macy, Yellitris, and Distinct Dev. Oh, well okay. done. You can just do that every week. <laughs> Okay, so you want your post-credit scene. You bloody got it. Shang walks down. Uh Uh-huh. You see her walk down. You lock eyes with a helmet. She walks over to you. Do you say anything? I give a half smile and I nod towards her appreciatively. She looks at Eve and she signs. Time to start teaching him sign. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> so she said, "Time to start Thanos teaching him turns sign." Turns around and says, "I will have the Infinity Stones." <laughs> yeah. Now that's a post-credit scene. Uh, you know what? And then she says to you, "He's hotter than I remembered." You're like unbridled joy and passion for that happening. You and just, what were you after? So Eve, it. yeah, thank you. Jen is such uh, a shipper. No, Eve is <laughs> such a shipper. Oh, Eve is a shipper. Yes. Eve's trying to hook up Jang and Sam. Yeah, she's been oh learning my a lot. God. And she's been reading a girly magazine. That's magazines. so funny. Meanwhile, in a dungeon, oh, Maya's oh, oh, oh. looking at a picture of Seb crying. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
We see Thank you for joining us this week. We will see you all next so week. Or yeah. live on stream or in our Patreon after party. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.